Hi listeners, this is 4 People producer Easton Davis, welcoming you to episode 50 of 4 People with Bishop Rob Wright. This is part one of a two-part special with presiding bishop Michael B. Curry. So please subscribe and join us next week, April 16th, for part two. Hi everyone, this is Bishop Rob Wright of the Episcopal Diocese of Atlanta, and this is 4 People with Bishop Rob Wright. Today's guest is the 27th and current presiding bishop and primate of the Episcopal Church, Michael Bruce Curry. Presiding Bishop, welcome. Oh, thank you, Bishop Rob Wright. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Good to be with you. <laughs> so, so glad to be here with you. So glad to have you uh, for a little while just to, to talk yeah. through some things. Sure. Uh, for those who, who don't know, uh, Bishop Michael is a husband, he's a father, he's a grandpa, yeah. he is a bona fide Southerner. Yeah. Uh, he was the, the first African-American bishop uh, to be elected in the Episcopal Church down south. He's a graduate mm-hmm. of Hobart College and has his MDiv from Yale. Uh, but if you don't know any of that, you would have known him for his fiery speech about love. Uh, at the royal wedding, mm. so so presiding bishop, here we go. Uh, strap in. So, right, <laughs> so we're we're having this is being released on the Sunday after Easter, uh-huh. and and you and I are, are both people who read the Bible, read the prayer book, and read the headlines, read the mm. newspapers, and so 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 God raised Jesus from yeah. the dead. Yep. That is the center of our Christian hope. Yep. But when we look at the headlines, uh, some people are wondering what claim uh, can we really make with integrity that, that, that God has defeated all the sort of mm. things we see in the news. So, so mm. what do you do with that? What, what's the, is Easter just an antiquated idea or is this, is this for real, for the real mm. world? Wow. That, you know, <clears throat> Look, thank you for having me. I, I, that's a powerful question. Um, one of the things I'm very aware of is that Easter is antiquated if it is solely or primarily about the Easter bunny and Easter eggs. Right. Um, now, I, I have I was allergic to chocolate as a kid and <laughs> my mother used to get me them. The, it was there was a kind of white chocolate. I don't know what it was made of, but it wasn't chocolate and it didn't taste any good. And my little sister used to love to eat her chocolate bunny and say, this is so good. I wish you could have one, but so sorry you can't. Um, but so I, I, every Easter I go out and I get a chocolate bunny. Okay. But Easter um, is not particularly relevant um, to life if that's what it's about. Right. Um, and, um, and if it is just about the dawn of springtime um, right. after winter, uh, it's not particularly of significance except insofar, except insofar as that's a metaphor for something more important. Sure. Um, what it really is about and where it really matters is ultimately the kind of faith claim that can enable you to struggle for good and work for good and to stand for righteousness, stand for justice, stand for love, stand for humanity, stand for human decency and really have the conviction that you can actually make a difference, um, that it actually matters. <clears throat> 
because a part because that's a faith claim. Yeah. Everybody quotes Dr. King saying the moral arc of the universe is long, but it is bent toward justice. Well, that is not a statement of something that just exists on its own. The moral arc of the universe is not long and bent toward justice if that is just simply a claim of naturalism. Um, yeah. Behind that, and for Dr. King, behind that was a conviction that God has structured this as a moral world and that ultimately that which is good and that which is loving and that which is kind and compassionate is going to will out. Um, but as Dr. King said, progress does not happen on wheels of inevitability. Right. Um, it requires the hard work and dogged determinism uh, to make something happen. Folk who put their hands in the hand of the man who spilled the water, as that song says, yeah. and put their hands in the hands of other people and put all those hands on the till. That's how you plow up the field. It's not going to yeah. just happen on its own. So to believe that <clears throat> and to be determined and to stay in for the long haul. You have got to believe that, as Dr. King said, we've got co when we are when we struggle for righteousness, we have cosmic companionship. Right. And to believe that means you can stay in for the long haul uh, for both personal change and growth and social change and, and growth. So Easter matters um, because I, I'm, I, I love that poem of, of James Russell Lowell from the 19th century. Mm -hmm. um, um, who was an abolitionist and all of that. And, and, and during some of the most difficult times of struggle, when people were beginning to give up on both the abolitionist struggle and eventually several other struggles, the mistreatment and the ill treatment of indigenous peoples. And it just looked hopeless. And he composed a, a poem that actually became a hymn um, once to every man and nation comes the moment to decide in the strife of truth was for falsehood for the good or evil side. Well, there's a verse in that that says, though the cause of evil prosper, yet tis truth alone is strong. Though her portion be a scaffold and upon the throne be wrong, yet that scaffold sways the future. And behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadow, keeping, keeping watch, watch above his own. Above I, his own. I can't believe that just simply on the empirical evidence of life. Right. I can't believe that just on my natural reasoning capacity. That is a faith claim. And I make that faith claim on the conviction that if God raised Jesus from the dead, then God will help us see it through and we shall overcome. Right. I can claim the victory even when I have not seen it. That's what Easter's about. Easter's about them sisters going to the tomb. They didn't know he was alive. They went to the tomb in the dark. Right. They went to the tomb and asked themselves, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? They didn't know how they were going to move the stone. They didn't know what they were going to do if they got mugged on the way. They didn't know if there were really Roman guards at the tomb. They didn't know how they were going to take them out, move them aside. They didn't know. And yet, you see, Bishop, they got up and they went anyway. That's right. That's a faith act. They believed in God. They didn't know how it was going to work out, but they did what was right what was good and what was loving. That's why Easter matters. It is a reminder that though you can't see it and though you may not always know it and though you may not always understand it and though you may even doubt it, you get up and you go to the tomb anyway. Yeah, this, uh, I, you know, that I'm so struck by that because uh, I just uh, took a two day trip over to Montgomery, Alabama. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, I always tell people, you know, you got to go touch the source every once in a yes. while. And it, it is really an amazing uh, thing to go over and see Brian Stevenson's work at the Equal Justice Initiative yeah. and to go and see the Legacy Museum and to go see the, the lynching museum and, and, and get a sense that 
uh, for all of those people, people who decided to not ride a bus for a year, people who decided mm -hmm. to walk, uh, people who decided to stay together in the face of, of brutality and racial, uh, racial hatred and horror, uh, this Easter thing was not an intellectual idea. No. Uh, it, it, was, it, was, it, it revealed something of God's character. And, and think about that you know, to what you've said. If, if, if the alleluia after the Good Friday and after the quiet Saturday, if it's not Alleluia, then we're lost. Yeah, you know, Paul says we, we're most uh, most to be pitied among pity. men, right? Yes, most to be. But so, but if if God's last word is not the thorns and mm -hmm. the spear in the side, if God's last word is not what I call the soul sucking silence of Saturday, mm. right? If God's mm. last word, if God's yeah. last word is here, I am. They yep. did their worst, and here I am. Then now, now then, then then I can face down my oppressors in, in the case of Montgomery. Right. Then I can uh, face overwhelming odds. Then I can face dogs and fire hoses like in Birmingham. Then I can face even lynchings and murders. And then I can yeah. face unequal justice in the court system. I mean, so what, what you're really talking about when we're talking about Easter is meaning. Yes. Is, we're talking about who is this God? What yes. is this God's character sketch? And, and you know, the $64,000 question is, then is this God trustworthy with mm -hmm. my suffering? Say, yes. say a little bit about that, because, you, yeah. you know, you can't race to the lilies in the Easter Bunny. You know, you've got know. to go through Golgotha, you That's know, right. and they lynched that man in front of his mother on a city dump. That's right. And, and so, and so we don't, but we don't get stuck in Friday. So, so say a little yeah. bit about this Friday, Saturday, Easter Sunday movement uh, as it mm. regards suffering. You know, the, the, the reality is um, I wouldn't exchange life for anything, but life can be a real pain. Yeah. And, and, and it is a mix. It is a mix of joy and sorrow. And that is just the, that is just the nature of life and existence. Um, bad things happen to good people. As Rabbi Kushner wrote that book, he was right. so right. Um, right. And, and there's just no accidents happen. There are accidents of nature. Um, those of us who live in the South, I mean, you're in Atlanta. We're here. I mean, we're, we're used to tornadoes happen <laughs> and they are random. They're not, um, you know, right. it's not like somebody's making it happen. They're, right. they're, they're random. I mean, that. So, so things do happen. And yet li life has the other side, too. It's not all bad. It's a mix. It's, it's, there's some wondrous moments and there and there are. Well, how do you how do you um, live through that? Um, by understanding that there's a God be behind the shadow, if you will. Um, then I know I've got companionship and in life or death, I can make it. One of the reasons I, I, I passionately believe that that Holy Week and, and Monday, Thursday and Good Friday make sense of Easter Sunday yeah. is that they're real. Betrayal right. by friends is it's real. real. Yeah. I mean, that's real. And it happened to Jesus. Yeah. Um, he was betrayed by friends. Um, Judas wasn't. Um, and the thing about that is, and you think about Judas, I don't, I don't know what that brother was thinking. Um, but I do know this. He wasn't completely evil. No, he may well have thought he was doing the right thing. Right. You know, there's that old theory. He was trying to force Jesus to play his hand, trying to get, come on, man. Come on. I, I want you to do just a little, just a little push, just a yeah, little push. Just a little push. And it got out of control. I mean, you know, so who knows? Um, right. But the point is that's human. That's, that's real stuff. 
Yeah. Um, when you look at Peter and the way he functions, I mean, the way he acts, he he's I'm with you, brother. I got I got your back all the way, man. I, I got you. I'm with you. I mean, and the way he <laughs> fails, you know, I ain't yeah. lying. But I know so many Simon Peters. And you look at I mean, there's that verse in, in John 19 where it says, meanwhile, standing near the cross was Mary's mother and Mary Magdalene mm -hmm. and the other women. That mm -hmm. phrase standing near the cross to stand by the cross of somebody being executed by the Roman Empire was to align yourself with that person and the cause that got them killed. That took courage. That's why none of the other disciples were there. That's why it was only his mama. And Lord, I love Mary Magdalene because she was going to be there no matter what. Mm -hmm. Mary Magdalene and a few other women and one male disciple, just one That's brother, right. just one brother. The but rest of, the rest of them were locked up for fear. Right? You got That's it. it yeah. <laughs> Hiding out. And I have to admit, I don't judge them. I probably would have been with Peter and the brothers. I understand. I mean, I get it. Um, because, But the point is, that's real. Yeah. That's real. That betrayal, that denial, that fear, that anxiety. And even on Easter morning, they still don't believe it. And they see the wounds and the hands and all this stuff. They are trying to figure out what in the world is going on. Um, is it really fun? All of that has the, the tinge of reality, um, which says to me that even at the worst, even at the worst, God is still God. The old folk used to say, God is still on the throne. And I don't know how all that works out. What I do know is if God is, I can make it. What that song say, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. That's the power of a faith. Um, you know, like the song says, oh, for faith that will not shrink, though pressed by many a foe, that will not totter at the brink of any earthly woe. That's the kind of faith Easter is talking about. Yeah. It is a faith built on a horrible torture, injustice, and death. Yeah. And Easter is a reminder that death, evil, hatred, bigotry, they do not have the last word. God will have the last word. And my Bible says, God is love, which means, as a friend of mine says, love's going to win. Love's going to win. I'm brothers and win. sisters, brothers and sisters, this is Four People, and this is our presiding bishop, Michael Curry. Thank you for listening to part one of a two-part special with presiding bishop, Michael B. Curry. Join us April 16th for part two, where they'll continue the conversation and speak to love as the most durable element, self-centeredness, and the antidote of other-centeredness, and where the church has grown, struggled, and changed in multiple pandemics. See you next week.